Somebody needs to tell Greg that just because people are clapping, that's not a sign to take your shirt off. More people stood up as soon as I took my shirt off, Nick. So I think that's all that really, really matters when it comes down to it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny panel for SGC 2015. How you doing? Real quick, what I want to know is who's been to a panel before? If you raise your hand, you've been to shitty panels. Panels are awesome because it's our chance to interact with you. We love that. You love us, hopefully. If you're here to boo us, that's great, too. Uh, so when we talk to you, we ask questions. If you like this, you hate this, I need you to cheer or boo. You need to react. So if we said, kind of funny, just signed a huge contract and got a million dollars, you'd do. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Why would you boo that? Why? If we, if we said we're, we're closing down kind of funny tomorrow, you'd. All right, there you go. No more hand raising. That's always bad. Mm. I got a question. <laughs> Your question. There's good. a mic there. No problem. I, I, you know, I always give out Oreos to people who ask me for a cup of coffee. <laughs> There's a weird interaction we had out there. All right, so now we can start this proper. What's up, everybody? Welcome to SGC 2015, the kind of funny panel. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the pure one, Tim Geddes. Let Tim host. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. What is that? <laughs> oh, these? Oh, hold on. Well, hold on, hold on. Save it real quick, because okay. there's many people I want to call out and talk okay. to. Out in there. And then, over here, the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Hello. I left the house, Greg. I left the house. Here I am. You've left you the did. house. Now, I have bad news. As many of you know, Colin doesn't go to events rarely. He has social anxiety. He, he graces us when he can with his presence. Which we're all once, once or twice a year. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, once packs. in a while. That's we have bad it. news. This is not only Colin's last live appearance, it's his last kind of funny podcast. I don't know whether, I think you should clap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so at the, there's a VIP lounge upstairs, and uh, there's a Super Mario World station set up on a Super Nintendo, so naturally I start playing it. And there's a water bottle sitting right next to the Super Nintendo. And I notice it. And then about t you know, five minutes later, I finish you know, whatever the fuck it was I was doing. And uh, I start drinking from that water bottle. And then I take it with me. And then I do my usual OCD pat down that people know. If you've Show, them the pat down. Show them the pat down. So Show them the pat down. I often do this. And if you know me, you'll know. Hold I on, just... hold on. I'm coming over. I'm coming. Okay. Oh, you don't need to do that. I just always do this. And you'll notice that I do it like when I walk around a lot, so you'll see, you might see it you know, at some point today. And then I realize, oh shit, I have a water bottle in my pocket. You've been drinking from a random <laughs> I've been drinking someone water. else's water bottle. Now, uh, who, the, who the fuck knows what I've contracted? Now, my favorite part was backstage when you realized this and began to lament it. You started to say you could feel it in your chest. Yep. And then you immediately went to Wikipedia to find out what you could contract. Yep. So what have you learned? Uh, herpes, mono. Yeah, probably mono. Uh, all sorts of things. Now, it's, it's just funny because, you know, I played hockey for many years and we shared water bottles. I wasn't worried about that. I made out with God knows how many girls when I was in college. Five. Didn't worry about that. God knows. Now I'm 30 years old and a hypochondriac, and I never leave the house, and this is what happens when I leave the house. Well, see, that's the thing. You've let your immune system get relaxed. You're not testing it anymore. It's not like Ryan Clement's bad, but it's, it, you know, because Ryan Clement's washes hands so much 
that he got sick every week, you know? So it's not quite that bad, but. So anyway, you know, it was good to know all of you. Thank you for your support while we're still on this moral coil. I, you said, yeah, you said at the end, you know, I, we could divide up your possessions as we saw fit, mm -hmm. but we needed to make sure we helped your parents pay off your student loan debt. Yeah, they co-signed for my loans yeah. when I went to Northeastern, so. So I thought the ultimate insult is that when Colin is finally dead, we'll start a Kickstarter to pay off the student loans. <laughs> just so he can roll over in his grave one more time. Wait, are you telling me that legitimately when Colin dies, we, have, we, we get stuck with his bad debt? No, we just got to help his folks. That's bad, that's dead. We're also stuck with all of his other, his books and stuff. Oh, I don't no, know those that. are going well, straight to the I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm running a net positive significantly. I think you guys are going to be just fine. You're be happy with what you find out. Fine, when I'm dead. All I'm saying is that you have to pay those loans off. Is there, is there anything you need us to burn or incinerate after you die? Like, for instance, just take whatever computer or electronic device I have and throw it off a fucking bridge or a cliff because I don't want my wife seeing anything that's been on that thing. Yeah. Uh, digital cameras, laptops. Everything. Everything just goes. Everything must go. Like a fire sale? Yeah. Done. Thank you. So now, Nick. Yes. You asked at the beginning of the panel who these people were. And so far, they're the best cosplay I've seen at SGC. Is it a, is it a testicle? So I'd like, to invite them, I'd like to invite them up on stage over here in the little empty area to show off their costumes. A round okay. of applause, everybody. This is so good. So good. <laughs> I want to bounce on that ball so bad. Well, we got the autograph signing session after this. You can <laughs> bounce on whatever you want. So as you know, gentlemen, we do a bunch of stupid stuff on the internet. So what I want to know is, by a round of applause, who doesn't know us? So you just came to this panel to walk into it. Oh, you dragged people here. And you're gonna have the best cosplay, aren't you? I, I know what he's doing at the cosplay competition, and I'm very excited to see it. Do you, know, do you know what that jersey is? The, uh, it's Canadians? A, the Maple Leafs? It looks like it's a Canadian fighter jet. It's the Jets. We had this oh, conversation. Oh, the Winnipeg Jets, Winnipeg Jets. Very good, Greg. Best hockey team in the world. <laughs> Colin, does that hockey team exist anymore? Yeah, Dude, they exist. Colin, you just laugh maniacally. You went, <laughs> surely you just. No, they're a real team, Greg. So for the people who don't know us, who just clapped, thank you again for coming. Thanks. I hope we can turn you into a fans or make you question whoever drug you to this panel. We usually start with a topic and then derail into whatever. So the topic was how to get paid playing video games with your friends. Because yeah. that's what we do now. Mm -hmm. we, go, we all hang out in a spare bedroom, we do a bunch of dumb YouTube shows, and we get paid for it. We do a dumb Twitch show too. Please watch that every day. Call Greg Live. Tim, yeah. before we derail off into insanity, yes. what is your tip for anyone here who wants to do what we do? Consistency. Consistency. Just do it and consistency. I feel like if you ever ask people advice on how to do this stuff, that's all they're ever gonna say. And it gets annoying, but at least I'm consistently annoying. That's one way to look at it, I guess. Yeah. Yes. How many people want to do what we do? Don't raise your hands! <laughs> there you go. I love the woos. How woo, many... woo might be my favorite sound. Well, it's because it's, it, every time... Yeah! Woo! Now I need somebody to come up here and chop me. Uh, 
That's how you end the SGC, of course. Got it, yes. If somebody says SGC, you have to say woo after this. Woo! You know, see? All right, so for the people who clap that they want to do what we do, how many people are already doing it? There you go. See, that's the problem. If you clap the first time and say you want to do it, you have to be clapping the second time and be doing it. That's the big thing, right, Nick? That's step one, is doing it. Yeah, step you got to get out consistency. there. consistency. Right, you just got to get out there and nose the grindstone, correct, Nick? Correct. Correct. Do you have any other tips, Nick? Yeah, I mean, learned? you know, the idea of what you want to do in life, the bigger the goal, the harder it is to, to kind of comprehend, but break it down into its basic components and uh, find something that's easy and simple to do every week and something you're passionate about and then go do it. That's the easiest thing. You'll be surprised that you'll look uh, back two or three years later, like right now, and uh, you're staring out at a bunch of awesome people who are staring right back into you. And the pressure, the pressure will be <laughs> almost too much to bear. <laughs> no, Nick, don't crack, Nick. You can make it. We're going to lose Colin and Nick. It's just going to be me and what, you. Oh, God. It's, and then it'd be you, me, and Kevin. Oh, God. Portillo can't come. He can't travel. Portillo can travel less than Colin can travel. That's a good point. What if they're said? dead, at least Kevin will be distracted. If for, the new, for the new people here, we have a coworker named Kevin Coella. Great dude, loves fucking dead bodies. <laughs> he's, not, he's not watching right now, right? <laughs> I'm sure he's watching. As long as he knows. Colin, what have you learned? What is your advice? Nothing, I have no advice. <laughs> uh, I think that what makes us work is that we um, fill in the gaps uh, that we as individuals don't, sure. aren't able to do so. I think that why Kind of Funny is working well so far, you know, who the hell knows when it's going to, you know, crash and burn at some point, uh, is... Imminently. Uh, Imminently. It's, for instance, like, I don't, you know, I don't often go to shows. I don't like, you know, going out and hanging out because I'm weird. So uh, you like doing that, right? And so yeah. you and I have been together for eight, eight years now. I mean, we just celebrated our, our eighth anniversary. We did. Uh, oh, you guys. And I think it works because we always had like yin and yang when we were at IGN, when we did Podcast Beyond. It was just yin and yang like constantly. And I think that that's the, the reason it works. So I, I, I think it's, there are people out there like, you know, uh, Jim fucking Sterling's son and some other people that, that do their thing by themselves and they're good at it. But I think generally you might want to find some like-minded people that also have a, a diverse array of skills. I think that, you know, Greg is, is our host. He, he's boisterous and, and, and loud. You need that. You know, you really, I like how, he likes getting I like, naked I like a how lot. they significantly lowered your volume on your microphone when you came out. I don't know if you noticed yeah. that. There's all, uh, I always feel bad for the sound guys who meet us for the first time. Sure. They're like, oh, this, this is going to be one of those guys. All right. Remember the guy in San Diego that literally came out and took your mic from you and gave you a different mic? Yeah. He was I, like, I'm sorry. This one just doesn't. No, it's not going to work. I'm just I'm burning through the atmosphere. It's yeah. up to the scientists to deal with me. Wear your sunglasses. I'm a comet. Woo! What the hell goes through your head, Greg? Like, what was that train of thought there? Sugar. What burns That's what sugar. goes through his head. a lot of sugar. Okay, okay. But, Processed but I, sugar. But I, I think that, you know, I don't know. I, I think that, like, you know, Nick doesn't know games well, but knows the technical aspects do very well. It's very important. He, he knows how to edit, he knows how to shoot, he knows how to light, those things are very important. Tim understands YouTube and understands strategy and how things work uh, on the internet, which uh, as you know, an old man like myself, I don't really get anything. And then I think I just understand maybe game is the best out of all of us and the gaming industry the best out of all of us. And so I think that when you put all of that together, it just works and so, you know, I find people that you know, what's have What's interesting skills. about it, right, is even if, how many people here are solo creators? 
Lewis, I told you to clap. Why are you raising your hand? Lewis, come on. <laughs> you got to lead by example. Yeah, Lewis is a solo creator, right? That's the whole thing of like, if you're going to do it on your own, if you are like bringing in your friends or stuff, you can still speak to what you're really good at, right? What it would be weird is if Nick, if Nick was going to break off on his own and don't you fucking do this. Oh, break um, off on his own. The second I can. I'm ditching you, motherfuckers. It's start a movies YouTube channel. You, you, you would do that, but you wouldn't branch out into games. You would focus on what you're passionate about. Oh, of course. Because at the end of the day, like, it's, it's different if you're doing one video, but if you're going to do a video every week for the rest of your life, you really got to care about that. And it has to be something that you want to actually grow with. But to your point, Greg, it is a lot easier to have people with you. Because at, at, at one point in the last seven months, all of us have had that, that moment where it's like, I'm broken. I can't, I can't do this anymore. And then the other three of us kind of stood, you know, coddled him a little bit. It was usually yeah. me. I'm usually the one that I was going to say, like, when, you, when, you, when Nick Scarpino threw a poster tube and almost embedded it into the wall. That's <laughs> what happens. Like a javelin. Um, but no, it's nice to have someone have your back. And that's just the way it goes. I mean, you have your friends, but it's different when you're actually creating content and you guys are dedicated to each other. And you can help each other, help motivate each other as the weeks go on. Yeah. We don't got friends, Nick. Oh, we have family. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Have, has anyone seen The Fast and the Furious? Yes. Those are rhetorical We're in, we're in a good room. We're good? Yeah. All right, cool. I didn't know Fast and the Furious was released in Texas. I thought that was like a local indie movie. Yeah, well, it was a small, small what, little... Yeah. When you said uh, to the, the receptionist or whatever when we were checking in yesterday, asked her if she had Twitter, and then it was like, I didn't know you guys had Twitter in Texas. <laughs> shout shout out to there. Rachel, by the way. Does that, did everyone else get checked into this hotel by Rachel? <laughs> Thank you for under. Like how some people are like. Thank you. Oh, it's Rooster Teeth. Thank you for remembering to clap your hands. They like Rachel. They're big Rachel fans. So now, Tim. Yeah. I feel like we've we've done our part. We've lived up to the title. We can deviate now. Talk. I've never seen Tim Gettys as mystified, as excited as today, right before this panel, when we went over to the coffee shop to get nice coffee, because it has the Starbucks sign outside. So in, you're an expert at Starbucks. I am quite you, the you Starbucks Nick, expert. Are, you live on it. Frequent you survive on it every visitors, day. Visitors, yeah. So we went there, and it wasn't a real Starbucks. It's a little, a little counter. And she's like, oh, blah, blah. And, I, and I, I, made, I knew we were in uncharted waters when I said, two iced coffees, unsweetened. And she said, good, because all we have is coffee and ice. And I was like, well, this doesn't strike me as a real Starbucks. And then what does she do? She proceeds to go in the back room, take our two cups, this is the cup. Gets a whole bunch of shaven ice filled to the top, like mm. the whole thing. So it was yeah. just, this just looked like a thing of snow. And then me and Greg are looking at each other like, oh God, does she know, does she know what iced coffee is? Like, Has this iced is just, coffee made its way to Texas? Yeah, like, I don't even know. I think I mean, iced everything has made its way to Texas. You know how fucking hot it is outside? Yeah, good Lord. It's like 115 so, so degrees in the sun. We had this moment where we're like, uh-oh. Like, we're just going to deal with this. I'm going to be this polite gentleman and, you know, not question her iced coffee abilities. Then she, like, puts it against the thing, and all of a sudden the ice just kind of, like, just melts. disappears and melts away. I'm like, oh, my God. They have crazy-ass Texas technology. <laughs> but so then there's an update to the story. Update, everybody. Um, first off, this is the most useless story to tell in front of a room of Are you enjoying of all it? time. If you, you actually came to this panel to learn anything... Why is the young man in the back raising his hand? I s- stand up, Link. I see you back there. Yeah, why are you raising your hand? Boo! Everyone boo the little boy. Boo! 
Greg, you really, you gotta stop that. You just gotta do I love the power. There's some weird part of you Can that. I crowd surf today? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, you got two of Don't. you already? <laughs> What's right, the update okay, to the so ice the coffee story. story? Is then I get we get back here, we do this whole rigmarole. We almost knocked over three pizzas on the way in, which would have been a tragic event. Yeah, well, yeah. We it can't. was like it was like a uh, um, Bugs Bunny cartoon where it's like just shit just keeps happening. We're like people were escorting us to the back, and a door opens and a guy comes out with a pizza, and we're like, oh shit! Like we almost hit it, and like we turn around, and the guy's like, pizza. And it's like cream oh pies. my god! Yeah, it's just, there was pizza everywhere. So then we make it back, and by the time I get back, I look down, I'm like, there is no ice. All it is is just coffee. Yeah. And I'm like, mmm, she tricked me. I ordered an iced coffee. I thought I was getting an iced coffee. I was worried about my iced coffee. And at the end of the day, Greg, I just had a coffee. But it was cold coffee. I had a cold coffee. <laughs> but it was ice, it was watered down. That's the end result of iced coffee. Yeah, but that's not the, you know, te- I guess Texas. that's Texas iced coffee. That's how you guys do it here. Yeah, so no, thank you guys no, for listening No, that's to that. not true. Because I went to a Starbucks today, this morning, and it was a perfectly iced coffee. Not only that, but they printed out the little label on the side of it, so they knew exactly what to get me. Had my name, the asterisk, asterisk, Nick, asterisk, asterisk. Did it have an underscore? It did not have an underscore. God damn it, Tim. (laughs) Every time. So they, could, they know how to make a nice coffee here. It's just in this hotel. They need a little schooling. Maybe I'll go talk to them after this. Go, go talk to Rachel. Let's get Rachel to fix that. Why don't you tweet at Rachel right now and tell her to fix the iced coffee in the lobby because it's broke. Yeah, you got some broke-ass iced coffee. got some broke-ass iced coffee. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we are four of your best friends. We love going to these shows because we get to talk to you. Of course, we're doing autograph signing after this. We're doing a Buffalo Wild Wings meet and greet tomorrow at 5 o'clock. But right now, if people want to line up and talk to us, bring their questions, comments, concerns to the floor, please do. Don't, no pushing, no shoving. If the little boy comes to the microphone, we boom till we all get hoarse. No. <laughs> Greg, you, it's just... Now, see, I was waiting. You give I was waiting for you to try out the other chairs, but I thought for sure you were going to the big comfy one. <laughs> Just go over there. How much, how much slack do we have on Colin's mic? Can we run a big microphone over there? Nick, the producer's on it. Producer slash seducer. We don't have enough. Bring the big chair over here then. Tip over the table and put the chair in its place. Bring the throne I'll do it for you. Microphone stands are weird Thank too you. in Texas. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of putting this one down so everyone <laughs> behind me just put it up because he's, he's not as short as I am. All right. So I guess my first question is, y'all did leave IGN, and congrats on that. Thank you. Thank you. And I Thank guess you. my question is, has there been like a lifestyle adjustment? Like, how has it been? It's not like you're leaving the military, but like, how has it been getting out of IGN and phasing into your own thing, being able to say what you want, your own opinions? Has that like been? Has there been a difference to that, or is it just kind of feel yeah. the same? No, there's been a huge difference, yeah. right? Like, I mean, aside from the fact that. I still love Col- the PSP. Colin and I never have to leave our house because <laughs> everyone comes and works from the spare bedroom. Yeah, that's been very good for me. <laughs> like, sometimes I literally walk in and I'm like, Colin, I'm sorry to do this. I know it's, you don't want it, but I have to open a blind. I have to let the sun hit your skin because you are turning into a vampire. And it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, to me, it's different. I wouldn't necessarily say better. But I love it, you know, and I loved IGN too, and that's the thing, is it's just like it's a different lifestyle in the sense that I don't need to wake up every day and do a job. It's just I'm constantly doing the job. I think that's the biggest difference, is it's like I'm never off. There's never a day off or a vacation or any of that stuff. But at the same time, every day is a vacation and a day off and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a weird double-edged sword, right, of the fact that 
it's all us and we all want it to be great, but it's way more work than I think I was oh, yeah. expecting, right? Like when we were getting ready to leave in like November, December, I was like, it's gonna be great. We'll do Colin and Greg live every day, then we'll go and we'll stream at two o'clock on Twitch, and then I'll take naps in between, and it'll be totally awesome. And like the first day, the emails just come in, and you know, you have all these unread emails, and I used to be really good at answering emails, and now I suck at it. And then on top of that, it was like, oh yeah, we're you know leaving to do this, and the Twitch in the afternoon would be great, but we have to produce a podcast and then another podcast and all this other content and Let's Plays every day. And that's where it all started to be like, oh, this is going to be forever, always. Like, you're always on. Yeah. Like, yeah, like we, I, I walked the floor and then I went upstairs and just went back to work. You know what I mean? And like, I answered emails last night at like 2.30 in the morning, drunk, but <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, great, send a great, email. great. Thanks for that. My second question is, is there a better way to answer emails? Is there, is there a what? what? Is there a better way to answer emails than 2.30 in the morning and drunk? No, there's no better way. Exactly. Yes, actually, that's every best, other way is better than that. You fly way. right through them. You don't care. That's actually the worst way to that's answer the, emails. That's the only way to answer an email. I mean, we'll d agree to disagree on this one. Your hair is amazing. Sit down. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Hello. Sir, Hello. What's, what's up? Mason, yeah. Mason, what's up? Hello, what's up? Mason. We saw him in the lobby today. Everyone Thanks for coming over and saying hi. We did. Um, this is how we're going to do it. Everybody's going to say hello to each other from now. I was actually going to ask you the exact same question that guy asked you. I think 2.30 drunk emails are fine. No. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I was wanting to know, and this isn't, the, question, the answer to this question isn't what's your favorite video game of all time, but I want to know what video game just changed y'all's lives to make y'all want to pursue this type of career. Wow. That's a good question. I'm, I'm going to go with Pokemon because okay. I think that that, Diamond and Pearls or Blue and Yellow? I hate you so much. <laughs> or number seven. You like Pokemon 7 the best, po Pokemon right? Pokemon 7 tactics. And you're a huge Final Fantasy yeah. Pokemon tactic God fan. Damn it, Nick. No, beautiful. so I think Pokemon because that's the game that really made it a social thing for me and that took over my life and all of my friends' lives and like going to school, everyone was talking about it. Recess, you're talking about it. After school, you're link cabling up and like getting nasty and doing all that stuff. Trading cards. Did you use protection? What are you doing with the cable? <laughs> you never know. You, ne you trade that cadaver away, you never know what's going to happen. Then it comes back as an Alakazam, and you're like, what? But yeah, no protection, Greg. Okay. Never protection. That literally meant nothing to me. <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. I just heard a cable and nasty, and I was like, well, we did go to Fifty Shades of Grey that one time. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt you. No, that was it for him. Oh, Greg, what's what about you? I mean... MGS. See, yeah, Metal Gear Solid for sure showed me where, I mean, if I'm going to go, for sure you've, you've probably heard me talk about it or see me that time right. I gave Kojima the painting, right? And I was like, you know, Metal Gear Solid changed my life and showed me what games could become. But going further back, you're, you're asking, like, what, you know, put me on this path, right, to this exactly. point. And so it has to be Death and Return of Superman on SNES Genesis, right? Because that was what led me to buy that Game Pro magazine with Maximum Carnage in it and read it cover to cover every night for a month and then finally have it dawn on me that, wait, an adult got paid to write all of this. Right. That's a career, okay. that's a path. And that led me, you know, that night, once I figured it out, walking into the kitchen and being like, Mom, I know what I want to do with my life. She's like, what? And I'm like, write about video games. And so it's literally because of that magazine and that game and that passion that pushed me that way to go there that eventually ends with me, 2.30, drunk <laughs> as shit, answering emails. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even imagine the damage you just did last night to our business and to our souls. Um, for me, it was less about video games, obviously, because right. I, I found the, the job at IGN to be a little, uh, it wasn't about being immersed in the video game world, it was about being immersed in production. And for me, it was one of the best places I could go uh, and be around a bunch of people that really wanted to figure it out. When I say figure it out, I mean, you have to understand, I started in 2005 before YouTube was a thing. 
And when YouTube came about, all of us laughed and we were like, <laughs> that's going to get shut down so fast. <laughs> Guy, we were wrong. Um, but, you know, for me, I thought it was, I've always just wanted to be in bigger and bigger productions. And that, um, and to answer your question originally as well, part of the fun about this is that we always feel like we're building something and we're always getting better and, and, and bigger at it. Um, and it's awesome to work at a place like iGen because you get to really cut your teeth. And so when I got the opportunity, I, of course, jumped at it and it was the best decision of my life. Colin? Mega Man? Mega Man, yeah. yeah. Mega, I, Man. I, uh, Mega Man 3, right? Yeah, it's Mega Man. But I, I would say more than that, I mean, just think about it, it's Nintendo. It's just the NES and the SNES and the many games on there. You guys going to the bathroom? Cooler. You guys taking off? Bye, it was good to see, see you. Thank you for your time. This is a freak. We're in Texas. This is the most freak place on the planet. They're allowed to do whatever they want. Just don't go outside, for Christ's sake. It's too hot. You'll die. All right, good. Have fun, guys. Clean the Pisha League. Keep it clean. Keep, do keep your Pisha, your Pisha League clean. I keep my Pisha League very clean. You'll attest. You're rooming with me. It's my second shower today. By the way, don't use that bar of soap. Because I don't use... I noticed that you use the washcloth. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of the washcloth. Really? So out of respect for you, I soap up my hands, and then I have to just quickly do the rest of my body. But maybe I should start using the washcloth. What do you think? I don't know. You can do ungodly things with the washcloth. It's fun. Get it right wherever you need it. All right. You know, when I, when I shower tomorrow, do you mind coming in and kind of... Absolutely. Show me I a sent you a good picture last night that you didn't even respond I to. I saw it this morning, and it got me through my workout. Because <laughs> I looked at that, and I was like, I want my thighs to look like that. I was thinking, I was thinking that one day, we can't show 99% of it. But one day, the thread that's been going on between the four of us for three years on iPhone, yeah. we should share some of that with the world My at God. some point. It's, bad it's fucking heinous. It's a really bad <laughs> idea. Like, we really push the lines of like what's acceptable to show even your friends. It's like they should I sure did last night. Body. The, the, pro the, the problem is this, is that we're, we're actually, we've been around each other for so long over the last three years that we, you guys are pretty much my closest friends at this point. But with that comes a level of depravity and perversion that I don't think the rest of the world's, I don't even think my wife's ready for this, to see what the, the, the crazy shit we say behind closed doors. Remember the car rides home from IGN when we'd go to the podcast and it would just quickly, quickly de-evolve to just, just talking about people as they walked past us on the streets. It was terrible. Anyway, sorry, Mega Man, go for it. Mega Man. No, so Mega Man. I have, nothing, I have nothing else to say about Mega Man. Thank you for your question. Thanks, Mason. Thank you, guys. Be well. I like how you're just carrying a beer around too. I respect that. <laughs> it's Texas. Everyone, this is Lewis. Welcome him. Fantastic. You might recall him from the hey. Game Over Greggy show. He's been on the show before. Yes, I have. Welcome to my neck of the woods. Thank you. It's way too hot here. <laughs> it's heinous. How hot it is here. Um, I don't really have too much uh, questions because I got to talk to you guys enough to the point where I don't have a lot to um, address with you guys, but I do have one concern. Um, when is the part, the second half of the Daredevil review coming up? <laughs> you want to do it right now, Greg? Huh? Let's do it right now. Oh, sure, okay. What'd you think? It was all right. All right. <laughs> there you go. Part two. We'll do a break. That's actually, that's a perfect decided, review like, for the rest of that season, It was by one the way. of those things where just like everything else we do, we were just too busy, right? Or like, you know, we have like these small windows to film things that aren't our normal schedule of content. And so we missed that window and then went somewhere. And then when we came back, nobody was talking about Daredevil anymore. So it didn't even make sense to do. And I, I keep, every time, I'll do it right now. Everyone says this to me eventually. And I'm like, I just got to change the headline on part one to just be 
the Daredevil. No, movie. because <laughs> so no one ever. The thinks problem is, a, if you watch it, we were like 100 like we are gonna do a second part of this. We'll get right back to you guys. Every like, time we say that in any video, in we immediately fuck it up. Remember, we, we, know. we Game did of the Thrones. Game of Thrones, we did the Batman Superman trailer reactions, and you're like, oh, we'll do a Suicide Squad reaction too. Yeah, we did it. No, we, we didn't. We people were, people were asking people a lot about, about Suicide Squad, but I kept telling them. Did you guys see the no. Suicide Squad trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Were you like the Suicide Squad trailer? Yeah. I mean, you're in the front row. Who did not like the Suicide Squad trailer? What did. Well, I'm not going to ask you that question, but it's funny because Tim had this theory. He was like, it's not even a theory. It's pretty much fact at this point. He's like, when you see something that's quote unquote leaked shaky cam, you get way more excited for it, right? And I'm like, Tim, that's so bullshit. I want to be immersed. I want to see the HD like trailer and I want to see the cinematography and feel the power of the, the sound design. Then I watched it. I was like, nah, Tim was right. That it was so much more, so much more it's better to see it like on this tiny little thumb shaky cam. It's not, like it's not that it's better, it. it just creates more it creates conversation more and people care more. Um, Captain, Captain Boomerang ain't doing it for you? I love Captain Boomerang. Don't talk shit about Captain Boomerang. You're going to love Captain Boomerang. But You're going to fall in love with Captain Boomerang. It's funny though, we've been here, not that I, I care about Marvel at all, but the, I saw the, the Apocalypse. Oh, the yeah, yeah, Apocalypse. Yeah. And he looks like Are they Ivan fucking Ooze? kidding me with that? Did you, did you guys like, see <laughs> how much he looks like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it looks really bad. I gotta be like I saw I that. I was like, that. wow. But because he's such a like, I remember watching the you know the cartoon and stuff when I was a kid yeah, or whatever, yeah. and I was that was a great look, like the, the gray face and, and, and everything. It was very distinct, and I I don't you know, but I don't, know how, they, I don't know how they got to that, but you know whatever. Well, here's here's another, here's what I want to know. How many people? Let me finish the question before you say yeah or nay. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> It's That's like, for it, making people it's literally like having it's two adults. It's like my three dads with this guy. <laughs> it's like having a six-year-old just run around that's way taller than you, and you can't do anything because he's so powerful. <laughs> His arms just have so much strength. How many people watched the Batman vs Superman trailer and I, it changed their opinion on whether or not they were gonna like that movie? Because yeah. that it ro I was like. I had my, my druthers about Ben Affleck, but after watching that trailer, I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm believer. Go, I'm jumping into the deep end on this and calling it right now. Best movie ever made. Best movie ever made. <laughs> ever made. I like it. I like where your head's at, kid. Right. Kid. Can there I just... you go. That's where Daredevil Part 2 is. <laughs> okay. Can I just plug my Twitter handle real quick? That's it? What? Can I plug my Twitter handle? No, you cannot. Okay. Everyone knows you, Lewis. Okay. You're plugging it. Everybody go watch the Game Over Greggy show featuring Lewis. His Twitter handle's all over there. <laughs> no, you yeah, cannot. There you go. I love hey, that. There you go. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. That was a very curt answer, Greg. Well done. Greg's kind of brutal. You're like, no, you cannot. You got to be, I got to be, uh, you know, I'm driving the ship here. Okay. I got to be clear, concise, to the point. People I didn't know that's what a driver ship needed to be. podcast about Twitter handles. Bye. At Game Over Greggy. You taking off? She's coming back. She left the bag. You going to come back? What are you doing? <laughs> no, maybe she's not. She's taking a you bag. You a cell phone Did you call? steal someone's bag, miss? <laughs> he caught. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what's your name? Flavio. Fabio. Hello. Fabio, yeah. Okay. And Fabio. Hello, Fabio. Hello. Uh, my question is, like, as gamers, what's a piece of news that's like disappointed you, uh, like, the most? Like, for me, I love the Vita. I think I don't care what anyone says, but I think it's a really good system. <laughs> no, I, I really do. And uh, like, when I heard that uh, Sony wasn't really gonna support it anymore, or they pretty much said they're not gonna support it with first-party games, that really disappointed me. So, triple like, A first-party games. Yeah, you're still gonna get stuff. Yeah, a lot of games still coming. Better out. get Freedom Wars too. Yeah, I wouldn't count on that. Uh, honestly, I think that the, the news that disappointed me the most was when 
Microsoft reverse course on everything it was doing with Xbox One because I really think at that point we were like we were going to see two very different consoles, and, and now we have two very similar consoles. And uh, I just wanted to see like what that vision would have looked like had they went down that road as opposed to kind of abandoning it. I think it was a smart business move, but I was still disappointed to see that they, they changed almost everything that they said it was going to be. Um, because I wanted to see what the long-term vision of, of that particular thing was. You know, uh, game sharing with your friends, even with digital games, for instance, that kind of thing. Um, but it was just so badly handled um, by Don Matrick and those guys that they had to do it. But I really did want to see what two vastly different consoles would have looked like. Yeah, that would have really, really been the first time we had seen something, you know, with a different, just a totally different vision. Yeah, you know? I agree 100% with that one. For me, it's the Wii U announcement. Like, when they first came out and announced what that system was, and everyone was confused on whether it was a console or not a console, and, and all of that, it's like, it was the, one of the saddest moments of my video game life, where I realized that that console wasn't gonna be the HD system that I wanted it to be, that's gonna have all these next-gen Nintendo experiences and all that. Like, coming from the Wii, I was like, they're gonna fix it, they're gonna bring us back, they're gonna get it, and then that happened. I'm like, uh-oh, this is gonna be bad. And I love the Wii U, but it's like, it's not what I wanted it to be. In the short term, like what's happened recently, uh, the whole Kojima debacle. This whole thing of watching Metal Gear F Solid Five get closer and closer and closer and then come apart at the end where it's like, you feel weird wanting the game now because you want to support Kojima and is, is he okay? Can anyone show me pictures of him okay? <laughs> I don't even know where he is. But, and then long term, I mean, in the, in the was when they canceled, it looked like Ghostbusters wasn't gonna get published for a while or whatever, when it just went up, when Sierra went under. Activision didn't want it, bought a bunch of other things, and then it was just loose. Atari came along and saved the day. Classic Atari. Classic Atari. <laughs> Nick, you have anything? Mine was when they were gonna let Darren Aronofsky make a Wolverine movie, and then <laughs> they decided not to do that. That was really disappointing for me. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Goodbye. Hello. 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 What's your name? I'm Steven. Hello, Hi, Steven. So uh, recently you guys did your video on your favorite Disney movies, which yes. I loved because I love Disney. Good. And um, I'm wanting to know your favorite Pixar movies and whether you prefer Pixar to Disney or Disney to Pixar and why. Oh, wait, baby, what was baby, that last baby, part? This is hard. If you prefer Disney to Pixar or Pixar to Disney, right, I'm why? just going to let Tim talk for the So this is hard. This is really <laughs> difficult. I mean, I love all these things equally. Like, these are all my beautiful babies. Every princess I love the same. All of these things. I get it, right? <laughs> now, Pixar is amazing. You can deny the quality of their movies. The same can be said about Disney. And they both have their misses. They both have this stuff. I wouldn't really compare the two, though. I can't, don't say I could choose one being vastly better than the other. Having said that, Disney puts out way more. So there is more stuff that is not as good. Whereas Pixar has way more perfect movies. So I would say Pixar, if, you, if I had to, gets the edge. Um, my favorite Pixar movie, I, man, see, Up's good. Up's real good. But I, I think I gotta give it to Toy Story 3. Really? Because it made me cry. It made me cry so hard. Because that movie represented everything about my life. I am a grown-up man, baby, that cannot let go of my childhood. Oh my God, you are. <laughs> and that's Look, what that movie was. Remember, about. remember the other day when someone, uh, one of the, one of the best friends, called you old. Yeah. They were like, "Oh man, you're old." And Tim was like, "What?" Yeah, it was really weird. We were at a, uh, what was that? It was in Atlanta when we yeah. were doing Momo. Momo God. And uh, I mentioned snowboard kids on the N64, and someone was like, "Damn, you're hella old." And I was like, <laughs> "I mentioned snowboard kids. Mm -hmm. That ain't old at all." And I was like, "Fuck, it that came out in '98." Classic game, Get snowboard used to kids. Crazy. Wow. 
get used Who to Who here was born in 1998? Why are you raising your hand? You know, actually, this is a good one to see. Why are you raising your hand? Holy crap, Greg. The rules were very simple for this panel. Lock the doors, no one gets out. <laughs> anyway, we're old. Uh, Colin, do you have a favorite Disney and or Pixar film? Well, Disney we talked about. I mean, I still think uh, Robin Hood is the best yeah. Disney movie. But uh, Pixar, I mean, I still think the original Toy Story was still one of the most mind-blowing movies I'd ever seen of any kind. So I would, I would still stick with that because it was just so different. No one was really ever doing, you know, obviously for technical reasons, not doing things like that. So I would say Toy Story. Greg? I think Pixar is hands down better. Okay. Disney needs to be done away with. Okay. What? But the Frozen. Frozen. Just stop making these movies no one cares about. <laughs> That's okay. bold. Or I assume we're hold on, hold on. I just want to let you know this. You're saying this fucking bullshit on Disneyland's 60th birthday. Right. Happy birthday, Disneyland. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. And the best Pixar movie, I, I, I was originally thinking up, but that made me think, and then I forgot about The Incredibles. Yeah. So I have to go Incredibles. I got it. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I have, uh, I like, I'm, I probably give the nod to Pixar just because I think I Overall, to what you said, Tim, the, the track record is amazing. I went and saw Inside Out the other day. Um, and I was like, I, I saw it, be, my, we wanted to go see a movie. It was the only thing that was, that was during that time. Not to knock it, but I was like, oh, okay, it's 2.30. We can make that. Let's go see a movie real quick. Because sometimes my wife and I like to sit in a movie theater and get a big Diet Coke, maybe a big popcorn. Maybe when you say like maybe, some, you mean every time. Every fucking time. <laughs> you have told this set up to a story maybe thousands of the times. Little, um, the little, uh, what are they called? The, the crunch, no, what are we talking about? Butterfingers. Crunch. Barb, you know Butterfingers? You know, the Barb, little, you you know how they the come in little squares sometimes? You get a box of Butterfingers? Sometimes I like to do that. Um, so we went to Inside Out, and I'm like, this is not, I don't think it's going to be good, but whatever, we'll see it. And God damn it if that movie wasn't good. They do it every time, but it's different every time, right? And that's what I like about Pixar is they don't have a formula. They tell really good stories. Uh, Incredibles, to me, is probably one of my favorite all-time movies. And again, I, I went back, of course, they do the thing where they're like, Inside Out, let's watch, let's, let's play every damn Pixar movie we can possibly do on TV. Come home that day and watch Incredibles, and I, I, I'm like, I'll watch it for five seconds. Whole, whole movie with commercials. Had to watch it. Because there's that one amazing moment that they build up to, and it's about maybe, probably about an hour into the film, when the entire family finally comes together and they strike that pose for a second. And I'm like, fucking A, am I right now? Is that what's happening? Is that what's happening? Because it's just a powerful moment, and they're amazing storytellers, so I give it to them. But you can't, if we're broadening out all Disney, Disney, of course, wins, because they have Star Wars, and Star Wars makes everything better. Star Wars beats everything. But he clearly meant animated movies. I know, but I'm just saying Star Wars is better than everything. Take your princess and the frog and shove it up your ass, is what I said. <laughs> Talk shit, get shot, Greg. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I like these shorts. Thank you. That's how you deal with the heat, by not wearing clothing. You have to. No other option. I don't need it. Well, need anyway, pants. guys, my name's Max. Huge Hi, Max. Fan, of Hello, Max. Hello. Hello. Hi, Max. Everyone, this is Max. When you say hi, Max, it kind of sounds like IMAX. Say Mad Max. People call you IMAX? I'm going to call you IMAX. Everybody say hi, IMAX. Perfect. I appreciate it. Your tickets right. are cost too much. <laughs> True. Um, so my question is, I'll preface it with a little like epilogue first. But um, So transitioning over to Kind of Funny, uh, you know, you have a lot more time to choose the games you let's play and more content, more videos, not just your podcast videos. Uh, 
but specifically about your Let's Plays, um, you always do, you know, the hottest, freshest games. You know, you're doing Ar Arkham Knight, you're doing um, Witcher 3. Um, are there, does it ever dilute your own experience with the game, having to share your first uh, moments with those games that I know um, some of y'all really liked Arkham Knight and a lot of y'all really love Witcher 3. Is there ever time when you're streaming, you're like, oh shit, I kind of just want to turn this stream off, throw some headphones on and just play myself. Do you ever feel obligated to keep going even though you may not want to keep streaming a game and just have it to yourself? I think the thing there is we, we kind of plan around that because we know what game, like obviously Arkham meant a lot to Greg that he was going to want to like play that a certain way and Colin as well. So I feel like we, we have those discussions about, all right. Um, Tim, what, I played that I game I know you also. played it, but like whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I really enjoyed your streams you did, Nick. Yeah. So it's like we, we'll have the discussions about, all right, how can we make sure that we are giving the audience what they want but also making sure that you get this experience you want because really that's kind of more important than anything is right. making sure that Greg gets the Arkham experience he needs, Colin gets that, so that when they talk about it, they're talking about it critically and from their minds of what their opinion of that is, not the opinion of a stream that, you're right, like when we're streaming and Let's Playing, we're playing the game, but it's way more about being entertaining and like talking to you guys than actually thinking about the, the game itself, so, yeah. Those are, yeah, there's boundaries that we keep playing with, right? Like I streamed Arkham from the get-go as soon as it came out, mm -hmm. but Getting in, I already knew that Arkham, the first couple hours, are, you, know, you, I, I, you tell the streamer, I'm going to watch this for a second, you know what I mean? And then when we just did the Batgirl Let's Play, right, that was my first time through it. So I'm fucking up and not playing a lot. I'm also not talking a lot. And so then it's like the reaction, seeing if that is the content that people want, you know what I mean? Because, you know, Metal Gear is going to come out, and it's going to be fucking game on in terms of streams. But from what I've already played of Metal Gear, those are the perfect missions to talk over, right? Because it's not like I need to be listening to everything that's happening outside of like you know sneaking around. There's a lot, a lot of happening in this game. So don't let me think. I'm not trying to say there isn't a lot happening in Metal Gear. <laughs> I'm gonna be need to listen to guards and stuff, but I'm gonna be able to talk to you as well. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, you stream. I don't. I don't really stream anything. So. Right. But you. But that's the whole point. It's like you for sure don't want to play games that way. No. Like that's not how you want to. But I know what. Like in Witcher, like I did a bunch of Witcher streams, but they were strictly like, I'm just going to side quest for a while. And then when I was like, all right, now I'm going to commit to the story it was, I'm going to listen to this a little bit more. Also, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, for the Let's Plays, for me, it's kind of fun because then I get to sit down with these guys and actually experience the games they love. So oftentimes, like, Colin will be like, you know, he'll educate me on the games that he has been playing for the last, you know, how old are you? 94? 94. 95, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I get, I get it a little different perspective because I get to, uh, uh, more often than not, experience these games for the first time with a lot of you guys. I just happen to be on the other side of the camera um, making fun of the game profusely, which is what I like to do. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, yeah, the, the cool thing, and this goes back to the first question we were asked, is that Greg does the streaming because Greg likes to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I feel like if you're going to spend time, you know, you, you guys spend a lot of time watching our content and stuff like that, and it's, I think it's fun. It's not, you know sharply produced or anything, but I feel like with the stream, like, I want to make sure that if you're going to watch something like that, it's like, I can do something for you, like, it's, it's different or useful for you as opposed to just watching another stream or whatever of, of someone playing that game. So, like, when I streamed all the Mega Man games in order that day, that was fun um, for me because I had something to add to that particular conversation, but usually Greg likes to kind of go in more guns blazing with these particular games, and I like to just kind of sit down and play them and, and figure out if, I, if I'm even competent enough to kind of show you guys what I think of the game, so... It's just a different way of looking at it. With the Let's Plays, we get to explore that in different ways, and we'll definitely do more you know, retro Let's Plays moving forward, because I think those are the most fun. Does my nose look really burnt? You look drunk? No. I look drunk. You do look those a little drunk. People look like I mean, they're hungover. You know, your nose, it doesn't look really burnt. It's red. It's a is red it red? Nose. Is it red in real life? Can we get the shot back on Nick? 
Thank you. What, round of applause. Does his nose look really red? All right. Round yeah, of applause if you think Nick has an alcohol problem. <laughs> You're among friends, Moment of Nick. truth. You're Moment among truth. friends. Is that what this is? Yeah. Is Best this friends, friends. As far as the Thank you for your question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And those are fantastic shorts. Hello, They're good, amazing sir. shorts. Hello, how are you guys doing? Yeah, great. Hello. Um, my name is Evan, and I wanted to ask, what are you guys looking forward to the most of the rest of your games, movies, whatever? I can't wait for Metal Gear. I seriously cannot wait. It, it gnaws at me every day. Then you're clapping over there. I'm going to your convention and I'm missing Metal Gear's release date because of you. Don't be clapping over there. You're 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 a mon well. I'm gonna play it in the hotel room so we can do that too. But no, yeah, like Metal Gear gnaws at me. Like you know what I mean? Like I can't wait to sit there and just get lost in that game and play. And that's the one that I'll be. I, you know, I, I don't know if you caught. I bought that game's like portable screen. Like anywhere I go, that thing's coming with me. The PlayStation 4 is going with me. Like life will shut down for Metal Gear. For me, things I'm looking forward to this year, it's like there's so many. Metal Gear, like I'm really excited for the new Tony Hawk, whether or not it's good. Um, but One woo. every One single woo. thing is leading up to Star Wars Episode yeah. 7. Yeah. Oh my god. As the, the closer we get, I feel like I'm getting ripped apart by the gravity of how important this movie is. Damn. <laughs> That's deep. That was the most I hope philosophical you thing you've ever said. <laughs> for me, it can be summed up in three words. Chewy. We're home. That's all I got. That's all. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Ah. But I'll, I'll also say, uh, you know, in the AAA space, Fallout, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's basically. What about you? What are you excited for? Um, probably Mar Mar uh, Mighty Number no. Nine as well. Uh, what? Mighty Number no. Nine okay. as well. Okay. Mega Man, I love Mega Man. Oh, you're wearing a Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh yeah. Good answer. Thank you. All right, cool. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Thank you. Make sure if you want to go in light, you want to go to lightning round. We have 12 minutes remaining. I know, even if we said we were, we wouldn't. We won't. Okay. Yeah. Here's a, here's a man after our own heart wearing a Vita shirt. Are you the man who pulled out his Vita earlier when someone talked about the Vita? There Yay. it is. Yes. 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 Shuhei Yoshida is smiling in Japan. Well, you know, you know, I uh, have to represent, and actually, I have to thank you guys really uh, for, and I know this is no longer your jam, but beyond to you Be gentlemen, beyond. You, you guys are the reason I went back to PlayStation. You know, I, I am in love, I could buy Xbox, not totally, but you know, PlayStation, here I come. Uh, my question really is aimed at uh, Colin here, not to put him on the spotlight or anything, you know, not to add to his social anxiety, but um, yeah, I apologize. It's okay. um, given, I, I'm familiar with your feelings towards Kickstarter, um, but given stuff like Bloodstained and Mighty Number no. 9, has that changed at all? I myself have ever uh, funded two projects, one of which is going on three years now, and I'll get the occasional email, progress update, progress update, you know, and but nothing. Um, I was just wondering if stuff like Bloodstained or anything has maybe skewered your views on it a little bit, or? Yeah, I mean, it definitely has. I think that, I mean, I've still, I still refuse to fund anything on Kickstarter, but um, I'll gladly buy Mighty Number no. 9 and, and Bloodstained when they come out. Uh, but no, we've, we've done videos in the past. I think, I, was, I think the way Kickstarter has been abused by uh, certain devs is unacceptable, but at the same time, games wouldn't exist without... I don't know where that base What's is. What's happening? Right? <laughs> uh, Are we base. in inception? They're is dropping the base on you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Sounds like a nice system. Um, but no, my, my opinions on it have changed, and we've, we've done videos on it. I think that I was a little... I like to correct 
you know, I think a lot of people, let me back up. There's a problem in society generally that people just entrench themselves in an opinion and studies show that actually if someone shows that their opinion is wrong, that they're actually just continue, be more likely to continue to, yeah, like, to rep like that opinion. It strengthens that result. It's in, which is, in, which yeah. is absolutely fucking insane to me. So when I'm presented with evidence that is contrary to how I feel, well, I'm not afraid of changing my opinion about that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, my opinion on this has, has certainly evolved because I think Ega handled it the best in particular because they were open about being like, listen, A, we already have funding in Japan for this game. We need to prove to them that anyone cares about this game. We went to 25 publishers and none of them wanted it, which is fucking unbelievable to me. Some dumb publishers out there if they didn't want that game. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm like, the game wouldn't exist without it. So how can you, and the same thing with Mighty. So it's like, how can, how can I sit here and pretend that that's still the case? Now, do I think that... Um, you know, everyone should be going to this. Do I think that the Tim Schafers of the world need to keep going back to that well or anything? No, but I don't think it's wrong for some of these guys to keep going to that. You know, Shenmue is a great example, too. Absolutely. Um, so, um, so, yeah, my opinion is totally changed. But gotcha. I, still don't, I still think there's going to be good and bad, and I still think people are abusing that system. I gotcha. Um, and have you, any of you guys, uh, any, any uh, Kickstarter projects that you've seen lately, not necessarily contributed to, but kind of caught your eye that you saw that, are, well, this seems kind of interesting? I mean, I'm a huge fan of crowdfunding in general. Like, I love Kickstarter projects, Indiegogo, all that stuff. Laser Team, the Rooster Teeth movie, I yeah. funded that with the Indiegogo. And um, yeah, there's a ton of little, I'm, I'm a big fan of a lot of music projects and stuff. So a lot of the music I listen to is a lot of independent artists and I support them all the time on those platforms. Awesome. One that's jumped out to me of, and I backed and I think it's all done everything now is Apartment. It was that game. We did a Let's Play of it over on games and stuff. It's, you know, it started off as like a USC class project, and now they're trying to make a full game of it. Another one of those weird, exploratory, interesting games that's a different sure. every room of the, the apartment building, which is awesome. Hey, I've backed only a handful of things, um, but the one I'm probably most proud of, aside from Laser Team as well, was uh, Kung Fury. Have you guys seen this? Oh, yes. Thank you. My God, this is one of those instances where I think that like this perfectly and adequately describes what crowdfunding should be used for—to take people's ridiculous imaginations and give them a platform to uh, to see those come to fruition. Uh, that project would not have been made if you if you went into like a major studio and was like, "I need, I'm gonna make a 20 or 30 minute video, uh, you know, short, and it's gonna look just like the way I remember the 80s." And people well, sure. were like, "Nah, it's not gonna happen, dog." Yeah. Um, but it's cool, and, and you know, he took that to Cannes, and he, it's just, it's cool to see, to, to help support people, and we live in that time now where we don't need to rely on big corporate studios or corporations to fund the things we love anymore. We can do that now. Awesome. Like right. us. Uh, like us. Yeah, great, thanks. Uh, my name's Diego, by the way, so thank you for coming to Texas. This has been oh, great. Please, thanks thank for having us. Thank you. I like your shirt. Sonic shirt. Yo. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, name Steve. Hey Steve. Hi Steve. Uh, Want to talk about Luba? So, uh, Luba the past. Um, what were your favorite childhood television shows? Favorite childhood television mm, shows? Real Lord. Ghostbusters. I had a lot. I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out to Beetleborgs because it was the first thing to pop into my head. <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to Alf because that's the first thing that popped into my head. I don't know. I mean, I loved uh, Small Wonder. G.I. Joe. Small Wonder was so disturbing. Yeah, G.I. Joe was like. Disturbing as shit. Yeah, Small Wonder was fucking hard. I go back and watch that. I'm like, there's a lot going on in this that no one really realized in the 80s. Absolutely. What are you talking about? There was nothing. It was a lovely story of a little robot that lived in a closet. And her head could turn around. Yeah, and they hid it from Mrs. Poole next door. And no matter what.
let her leave the house. Well, what do you want? First off, why do you think she's a robot? she'd take over the world. This is like, it's basically, it was like a prequel to Ex Machina. You don't know what that movie is, but it's okay. I don't know. I also, you know, recently I've been thinking in a strangely deep way about, about TGIF, but, but old, <laughs> but old TGIF, like real TGIF. So like Perfect, Perfect Strangers, yeah. Full yeah. House, uh, Step by Step, Family Matters. Those were pretty formative shows for like our generation. Yeah, but they weren't Boy Meets World. So, but I don't. What? You're so young because, like, Boy Meets. Like, I don't even remember Boy Meets World even being. It, I, it was, but I don't even. That's not even. I don't remember. It being that's not even either. a TGIF, TGIF thing. TGIF. To me, you know, it's so funny. Yeah, no, I know, but you know, I don't know. And of course, uh, I was really into it when I was a kid. I remember uh, even my my hockey coaches used to make fun of me because I was like in fifth or sixth grade and like I was obsessed with Seinfeld. Um, and uh, it's almost like if I were to pick a show that was written for you. It would be Seinfeld. George, like Costanza is like my favorite. Like George Costanza, particularly, is my favorite character in anything ever. You know, like he's just—he's so perfect, and it's he's just so, so perfectly flawed. It's, yeah. it's because he—and and I mean this as a compliment—he is a—you are a smarter, way more successful, way better-looking version of him. You have all of his idiosyncrasies, like all of those weird character flaws that he has. You've just managed to turn them to your advantage. For, and for, for the time being. For the yes. time being. Well, eventually you'll destroy the world and we'll be the first people to try. We'll try to stop you. Sure. But it'll be like that, like that scene from X-Men and The Last Stand where you're just tearing us apart with waves of energy and we just, we'll fail. That's exactly the scene I was thinking of. We'll fail. <laughs> you're my Jean Grey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you for your question. Thanks. I like how supportive SGC is. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Hi. Uh, my name is Justin. Hey, Justin. Hi, Justin. Hey, hey, Nick. Do you see what he's wearing right now? Coat. I can't see anything. Everyone's backlit. It's hard to see a lot of light. Can you turn around real quick? Yeah. Can I get the attack on? Nice. Yeah. There you go. I just finished Attack on Titan. Attack like on Titan. Three nights ago. How'd you like it? It's is, awesome. this, is this X Machinima? It's not X Machinima. <laughs> anyway, uh, my question is: If you could bring back anyone from history and have them on your show as a guest, who would it be? Pac. Tupac. Tupac. Yes. Tupac. Nice. I don't know what I would do if I was in a room with Tupac. I'd be like, ah. I'll just let him talk. Yeah? Yeah. I'm bringing them back and like they just appear? Um, like, sure. They don't know what, what I, I You'll have to have some email correspondence first, but yeah, they'll uh -oh. actually come 2 30 up. 2.30 a.m. schedule emails. I, I've always wanted to bring Benjamin Franklin to this time period. And let him oh, see yeah. like fucking technology and iPhones Oh, he'd freak out. Yeah. Absolutely. He'd be like, hey, remember when you discovered the kite? That was pretty dope. Did you the kite? Did you ever think that the kite would lead to all these aeroplanes? You don't discover a kite, you invent it. <laughs> and uh, he didn't invent the kite either. It just, he came to the forest one day and there was a kite there. And the strange thing was it had one of those rainbow it's tails. It's so weird. <laughs> kite's the natural shaped like a dragon. Phenomenon. No, yeah, it was shaped like a, like a dragon or a Halloween toy. Uh, I don't know, Colin, what about you? Uh, to, to Greg's point, uh, Da Vinci would be another person, I think. For the same reason. Like, there's just people that had such vision that I think that even if they lived, you know, like Da Vinci did in, you know, about 500 years ago, or Benjamin Franklin in the 18th century, like, I don't think they'd be too surprised, you know, to see, like, what, what, what's going on. I think they'd, it would be, I think they'd be happy, and, like, it would be fun to show them those kinds yeah. of things. Yeah, so, like, while it'd be fun to have, you know, like, a nut job like Andrew Jackson on our show or something, I think that, uh, or Teddy Roosevelt, I'm watching Ken Burns' The Roosevelts right now. Oh, yeah. my God. He's a can, fucking Can you imagine too. that podcast, though? Which Benjamin that? Franklin, Leonardo Da Vinci, and Tupac? That would be and awesome. Tim Gettys, <laughs> and Tim. That would I'd be awesome. That. But living, but living, uh, Elon Musk. I would love to have on our show. That would be fun. Oh yeah. Just pick his brain forever. Sure. Yeah. Nick, you got anybody? I got no one actually. I can't think of anyone right now. I'm spacing. I'm blanking. All right, fine. You guys all took. 
Nikolai Tesla? Sure, we'll go with that. For the same reason. <laughs> for the exact same reason, because he discovered the I'll kite. I'll vote for Nick and say Patrick Swayze. Swayze? Patrick, Patrick Swayze? Oh, uh, P. Swayze would be amazing. But the problem, here's the problem with sitting in a room with P. Swayze, is that the light that he em his, his soul emanates yeah. is like all illuminating, and that I don't think that I could face that without really having to look inside me and realize that I'm a rotten person, <laughs> and that everything good and just and beautiful in this world he represents, sure. and I'm the rest of the shit. Probably the so we'll biggest, go with P. Swayze. The biggest travesty in the history of the world is the fact that Swayze never got to play Batman. Because I was watching Roadhouse the other day, I was like, this motherfucker's Batman. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He would have been a great Batman. Would he have? Yeah. I guess, yeah, he would. I mean, Patrick Swayze would have been, he was great at whatever he wanted to do. It's true. You know, like, uh, I don't think he ever did a movie where he wasn't shirtless, and that was fantastic. <laughs> um, Nick, Nick did the uh, noise that he does right I mean, before he, he goes off the rails and just, like, go. keeps on telling his story. Point of clarification. I was going to make a sexual joke about Patrick Swayze without his shirt, but I decided to keep it clean. That's what the awe was. I went, I went, how do I, how do I have a subtle nod to, having, to letting Patrick Swayze make out with me? No, let's go back. Let's go right back to PG-13 territory. There you go, sir. Right. Peace, Swayze. Thank you. Let's him host. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, guys. My name Wrong is Jason. Team. I'm sorry. Jason, you have to, you're, when you got up this morning, was the, was the Scarpino Getty shirt not available to you? Is that why you're wearing that horrible shirt? Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Good answer. Yes. Okay. Jason, you are our last question. All but right. Everybody remember, we're signing autographs and taking photos right after this in the autograph room right over there. So if you haven't gotten, if you didn't get to talk to us yet, you're going to talk to us over there. It's not a big deal. Plus, there's meet and greet tomorrow, Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. Who would you marry out of Dave Finoy, Shuhei Yoshida, or Troy Baker? <laughs> Now, is oh, Mary Boff Kill or just Mary? Just Mary. Just Mary. Just Mary. Just Mary. It's a new game called Mary. <laughs> We have 12 seconds. Greg, I'm, go. I, I got dibs on Troy. I got, no, Troy, no, because Troy would, it's too much. He's too good looking. You can't date that guy. Because no, then everyone's him. hitting on the guy. I'm going dating. with Shuhei because Shuhei knows how to take care of me. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shuhei. Come on, it's the awesome obvious answer. guy to marry. And I would do it right now if he let me. I, I think I got to go Dave Fenoy. Dave just radiates mm -hmm. love. Dave makes oh, you feel true. good when you're around Dave Fenoy. He has a really sexy voice, too. Yeah. That's not gonna. That's well, not so gonna hurt Shuhei. the marriage. That's not gonna hurt the marriage. I'm not. Yeah. But yeah. I like Jason how the last five minutes of this panel, we, we talked about marrying Shuhei Yoshida and Patrick Swayze shirtless. <laughs> welcome, We're welcome you to our show. Talk about both of those things. Did I talk about both those things? Yeah. I gotta look inside myself, don't I? <laughs> I don't know if you want to. Hopefully, my wife's not watching this. Thank you for your question. Also, Colin and Greg, have you set a date for the wedding yet? It's just, it's just TBD 2016. So. Yeah, we had a good time the other night, though, man. We got, we got pretty hammered. Oh, our anniversary? We yeah. Your anniversary there? Yeah. yeah, it was it was fun. Any night that ends with you, me, Steimer, and Portillo in one bed, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. No, 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 no date yet. We don't want to alienate our girlfriends, but we'll we have to figure out a way. Um, we'll figure. We'll fig. We don't we'll have to. We will out. figure we'll out a way. Sort it out. Yeah. Tim, in the spirit of competition, I don't think we can let them get married before we get married. No, no, no. So in 2016, I'm happy to announce that Tim Geddes and I will be tying the knot. That should be yeah. the next shirt. Thank you. Should be Thank marriage you. shirts. It's a party of love, ladies and gentlemen. We're taking it to the next level. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thanks, Ladies guys. and gentlemen, Thank this you. has been the Kind of Funny SGC 2015 panel. Remember, we're doing autographs next door right now. Take photos with us. Hang out. Say hey. Uh, we're doing the meet and greet tomorrow at Buffalo Wild Wings, 5 p.m. It's up on my Twitter. You can get it there. As always... It's been our pleasure to serve you. Thank you so much. This convention